Build It Coach, episode 14. No safety plan, plan to open your safe. Part two, let's go. Welcome to the Builder Coach. I help you, the homeowner or the house flipper, manage the chaos of a renovation or remodeling project so that you don't lose money, experience a mental breakdown, or become victim to a failed project. The Build It Coach is specifically designed to empower the non-construction professional. I'm your host, Dale R. Scriven, project management and design build professional. Welcome to the Quick Tip Series. Today, part two of No Safety Plan, Plan to Open Your Safe. The safe meaning your bank account. All right. In part one, we talked about not letting a contractor use your shh. That's meant to be an expletive. We want to keep the show clean. If you have not listened to part one, go back and listen. It's a very important episode. All right. But today, part two. So bottom line, a renovation, a remodeling project, a job site that is messy, disorganized and filled with unnecessary hazards, will or can cost you money, all right? This disorganized site that's filled with hazards can lead to damaged equipment, injury, or even death, all right? Anytime injury or death happens on your project, the project will slow down, and that will cost you money. And in addition, you'll have some oversight on your project, There's an agency that does oversight on a federal and a state level. That agency is called OSHA, Occupational Safety Health Administration. When you have this type of oversight on your project, you'll start getting fines. And when your contractor starts getting fines, the project will slow down. All right. You don't want OSHA on your project. Additionally, There are many states that have their own oversight. Here in Maryland, we have something called MOSH, Maryland Occupational Safety and Health. All right. All these agencies work together. They're almost one and the same. But bottom line, time is money. And if these agencies collide on your job site, your project will slow down. And more than likely, you will have conflict with your contractor to where it will slow your project down and cost you money. All right. So again, this show is about being a good owner. All right. Most of the responsibility is on your contractor, but you as an owner, there are certain steps that you can take to show that you are serious about safety. And that's what you want to do with regards to limiting your liability in regards to safety at your property, whether it's where you live or or if it's an investment property that you're flipping, you want to show that you care about safety. So this is number one. Make sure your contractor is carrying workman's compensation insurance. All right. See, when your contractor has the necessary insurance, in this case, workman's comp insurance, it sends a message to the employees that they're cared for. More than likely, If an employer doesn't have workman's comp insurance, that means they're flying off the cuff, they're ragtag, not really serious, and pretty much you can almost guarantee a fly-by-night contractor. 
You don't want this type of contractor working on your site, on your project. All right. Number two, you should make it a requirement that the contractor submit a safety plan. See, if a contractor doesn't have a safety plan, more than likely they don't have workman's comp insurance because most workman's comp insurance plans for the construction industry insist that the contractor have a safety plan. Or in many cases, having a safety plan will lower the rates that the contractor pays for workman's compensation. So insist on a safety plan. And part of that safety plan should have something what we call toolbox talks, where the contractor on a periodic basis, weekly, sometimes even daily, talk about a safety topic to make sure that safety is reinforced with their employees and their subcontractors. All right. So insist on that safety plan. And again, these activities create a better employee, a better worker on your job site, which means you won't have the apathy. You'll have more enthusiastic people working, working on your job site. And that will eventually lead to better work. That's what you want, right? You want happy people working on your project to where that will lead to good work. You just want a dream renovation or remodeling project. That's what you want. All right. This is big. Do not control the job site. This is number three. Do not control the job site. That's probably one of your key things that you can do as an owner. All right. You want to encourage the contractor to work in a safe manner. You never want to push the contractor to do something unsafe for the sake of time. So never go on the record and saying, hey, I don't care how you do it. Just get it done. Don't give off the impression that you want things to go in an unsafe matter. Don't control the job site. Don't direct them to do something in a certain way. See, once you start doing this as an owner, you start opening yourself up to risk, to liability. All right. Don't do that. Number four, if you see something dangerous, document it with a picture or video and tell the contractor that you have concerns with regard to how that work is being done. You don't want to accuse the contractor of working unsafe. You may or may not know it may or may not be unsafe, but say you have concerns. But if you see something that's definitely unsafe and you've brought it up to your contractor and they continue it, it's my advice that you call an agency for help. And maybe work needs to be stopped on your project. Again, you may look at that and say, hey, I don't want to disrupt my project, but I'll tell you what, if someone is working on your roof and you see that they're not tied off and they're wearing improper footwear and that person may be a little tipsy from last night and that person gets on your roof and they die because they fell off your roof, your project could be stalled from anywhere from 30 to 60 days because your contractor is going to get fined. There's going to be investigations. You're going to be on the news. You don't want that. So with regards to number four, you want to be proactive. If you see something that's obviously dangerous, report it to your contractor. And if your contractor doesn't want to act, you need to take action. 
All right. You need to call your local safety agency and get them involved. That is key advice for you to be a good owner on your project. There you have it. This episode's a wrap. Today you learned about the necessity for workman's compensation insurance, the safety plan, job site control, and toolbox talks. Feel good about yourself. You took the time to learn. Acting on this information gives you a fighting chance against project chaos, money loss, continuous stress, or greedy, unethical contractors. If you know someone who needs help, invite them to listen. If you like the show, please give us a positive review on iTunes or your favorite place for listening to podcasts. The review will boost our visibility and, and allow us to help many, many, many more people. Let's look out for one another and let's build a strong community of property owners, homeowners, and house flippers who want a dream renovation or remodeling project. Make sure you subscribe to Build a Coach on your favorite podcast network. For more details, visit buildacoach.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, may your dream project become a reality. Please understand that every construction project is unique. Therefore, the lessons, teachings, and principles expressed in this podcast need to be tailored to your individual project. Any advice or information expressed in this podcast is intended to inform, educate, and teach. All advice and information is based on experience, research, and opinion.